Welcome to another episode of Provocative. Um, again, we doing something different with this episode. Y'all know I don't really do call-ins, but we gonna do call-ins this year with a couple of my listeners and I'm super grateful to y'all. So with me, I'm trying to do this because I would like the opportunity to pick y'all brain. Like, let's chop it up. I feel like oftentimes it's, you know, I, I drop my episode and the only time I have an actual conversation with, you know, the listeners about the content is when y'all DM me or, you know, y'all hit me up. Like the people that got my personal number, y'all like text me and be like, yo, you said this on this episode. What was that about? And so this is an opportunity for us to actually chop this shit up. Um- it's your freak hostess, Jody. And you're tuned into provocative. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. I will marry a nigga awesome dick because everything else we can work on. And I've, I have a uh, sporadic periods of excessive masturbation. I really like how that just sounded. If I fuck you once and it's good, I'm gonna keep fucking you. Cause I didn't start sucking dick until college. Blew that man's butthole. <laughs> that, that shit is wicked. That shit. I'm gonna allow uh, today's listener to introduce herself. All righty, yeah. Hey, everybody. My name is Shapora. Um, y'all can find me on IG at Jess Shapora. Uh, my name is spelled S H I R P O R A. Um, on IG, it has three A's and two underscores. So that's where you can find me at. Nice to meet everybody. Thanks, Jody, for having me. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> All right, so let's just hop right into it. Um, what questions do you have for me today? So, um, I have three. Um, I so my first one, and I'm gonna start off pretty light. Um, and it's pretty prevalent right now. Um, so everybody's seen Kiki Palmer's baby daddy respond to her interaction with Usher or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I think I want to know what's your perspective on what he did, what Kiki Palmer did wrong, was there any real disrespect? Because um, I was chopping it up with a homeboy, and he was just like, yeah, that's some whole shit, you feel me? Like, as a man, no man's tolerating that. And I'm like, I think you're thinking about it too much, though. So what do you think? Uh, of course a motherfucker say that's some whole shit. Um, so <laughs> let the let the free code enter the chat. Um, <laughs> so here, here are my thoughts. And uh, this is, you know, um, I want to caveat this with saying that I speak for myself and my thoughts. And I'm not saying that anyone is technically right or wrong in the situation. But this is what I think. It is extremely problematic for someone that I am dating to go to social media with a problem that they have with me. That's a no-no. Um, if you if you have a problem with the way I dress, here's the thing. I ain't fuck with nobody that got a problem with the way I dress. Let, let me throw that shit out okay, there. Okay, that's straight, the one. Straight, I lose a, straight off I the lose bat. a man let before me, I lose my outfit. No, for real. Like, And my whole thing with that is, it was never about the outfit. But but let's say, let's play along. Let's Let's pretend it's about the outfit, right? This your lady and you talking about family values and tradition, whatever, whatever. 
you've posted Kiki in next to nothing. Like you've posted videos and pictures of her in next to nothing. You didn't care about, you know, how she was presenting to the world in those moments. So don't try to cry tradition now. That's not what's taking that was, place here. You're manipulating that's the situation. My thing too, like, and, and like, that's my thing too, but from a whole nother perspective, like this lady walked out the house with you. Yeah, like, like you, you he, talking he about like, that outfit out you're a mom so, though right? don't y'all live together or Bookie. or no Bookie. like that one right there like the so mom, you didn't see that took me that took me past that took me past limits because don't don't comment on her motherhood like yeah like and that's now. what it is what's prob this is what's problematic about what he did again i'm not you know at the end of the day look y'all gonna y'all gonna do whatever the fuck y'all want to do regardless but do not weaponize this woman, this woman's mother, you know, motherhood for your, for your, you know, to, to win an argument. Don't say, but you're a mom. Uh, here's the thing. She just had a baby four months ago. This is her first child. She is learned. She has, she has a new body. She has a new identity. She has to relearn herself. She is never going to be the the pre-pregnancy Kiki. She she's a whole new person now. She just gave birth to someone the way she thinks, the way she moves, the way she expresses, all these things are going to be slightly different now because she's a mom. And the fact that more often than not when you are a mother, people think that you are no longer a sexual being. How the hell do you think I became a mom? By being fucking <laughs> sexual. And that's coming from a mom. That's me as a mother. So y'all think that be, so when, whenever I'm doing something that's unagreeable with you, right? If I'm doing anything mm -hmm. that does not align with what you think I should be doing, now it's, where's the baby? You supposed to be a mom. Like, no, as mothers, we don't, like, here's, and that's why a lot of women end up being depressed because now it's like, I cannot, I can't separate my identity from who I was before this baby. Um, right. From, the, you know, uh, th this version that I am now with a baby. And that's problematic. Kiki is still a person. And this is the person that you entered into a relationship and decided to have a baby with. Don't wait until this situation. Cause here's the thing. I'm pretty sure this is not the first situation that you probably had a problem with. So again, you want to make it, let's, let's pretend that it's about the dress. She didn't just start dressing like this. People want to say, Oh, we ain't never seen Kiki dress like that. Stop fucking lying. Dr Kiki didn't okay. dress the, she, she she didn't dress like a, we didn't see her dress like everything from a tomboy to you know whatever I'm gonna look at video and, and here's the thing too you cannot compare early kiki with who she is now that she's 30 she's about to be 30 in what a month you cannot compare 21 22 year old kiki who was singing in disney on disney and shit like that they wanted keelan to be so bad of they course. They want to be a Keelan so bad. Of course she isn't, you know what I'm saying, uh, dressing over, you know, of course I'm going to use the word provocative. Of course she's not dressing provocatively when she's doing this Disney shit. But now she's a grown ass woman. And okay. she just had a baby. So it ain't no more of like, oh, now I need to, you know. So again, think, there, there are levels to this shit, right? 
So that's what I find problematic. Uh, you know, he he made it about something that it wasn't. It was not about that. It was not about the dress. It wasn't. It, it was about the fact that it was Usher. He. It was a power thing. Because that's when men's insecurities start to show when they don't feel in control of a situation and you felt like you weren't in control of that situation. So you had to do something to uh, basically bring her back down, bring her down to size, humble her. And that's where I have a problem with him uh, being insecure in that respect, because one, a man that will try to humble you because he feels a way like, oh, because I feel a way and. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to bring you down where I think you should be by telling you like, oh, you're a mom and you you shouldn't be acting like this. And today's like, no, no, like get your panties out a bunch because this ain't don't make an argument about one thing that it's not. Um, that's really that's and, and honestly, that's really what it was about. Like you went and attacked this lady whole character as a mother. I think that as a fresh mother and I'm not a mom. So like I can't really respond from a mother's perspective but like like you said she's in a whole new 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 stage of her life and for somebody who she trusts to go and publicly bash her like no nah, that's not okay and like i said you saw that just before she walked up at that house and i completely agree like you said it was about usher and in that moment kiki I took it from Kiki's perspective, and, and it could just be me being biased because that's my girl. But she was very fanned out. We all, from me knowing her and being a fan of her, like I know that she has a you know crush on Usher type of thing. So, mm-hmm. and she's always said that. So in that moment, she was her adrenaline was way high. Like yeah. she's not thinking about the baby. She damn sure not thinking about the baby the man at home or anything like that. She's just living a moment. And like you said, in a new stage in her life, this is probably one of the happier moments in this part of her life that she's had. So she's taking full advantage of that opportunity and you can't blame her for that. So to try to take her out of her glow, like that's sassy as fuck, bro. Like (laughs) you give it very sassy. Yeah. Something that we often don't talk about is um, the way and Here's the thing, as someone, you know, like I said, I'm a mom, going shopping for clothes after having a baby is a, like, for me, it, it's a nightmare. Um, Looking at your body, which is totally different, right? Like, oh, I don't fit my clothes the same. Do I still look sexy? Do men still find me attractive? You know what I'm saying? And... Uh, Again, everybody not going to agree with what I'm saying. I only speak for myself. Let me make that totally clear. I am speaking for myself and I am using myself as an example for how I have interpreted the uh, events that have transpired between Kiki and Darius. Um, You lose a part of yourself when you have a child. Um, Your security and confidence is not at its peak. You know what I'm saying? You have to build that back up. Now, Cookie, um, I'm ugh, I said Cookie. Kiki looks damn good. Kiki looks damn good. However, that is on the outside. That is me on the outside looking in at Kiki. Just because the outside thinks Kiki looks damn good does not mean Kiki thinks she looks damn good. So for her to be in that dress and feel confident enough to, you know, move the way she moves, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I'm not gonna say that she was wrong for that. Now, was she a little touchy on Usher? 
for sure, depending on your relationship dynamic, that may be problematic. That's where these conversations about what is what is okay within your relationship, that is a private thing. Darius took shit to social media and made it public. So not everybody, you know, not everybody got, you know, they two cents to throw in there. I'm not sure if that was something that, you know, they had a conversation about and they was like, well, this is what would make me uncomfortable. This what this is what wouldn't, you know, this is cool with me, but this is not cool with me. And if they never had that, if they never had the conversation, that is an even bigger problem. Because y'all didn't even have it. If, if y'all didn't have that conversation and then the first time some shit like this occurred and now you now you taking it to social media like you wild as hell. So either way, there's some communication disconnect there, obviously, because it's certain shit that you just know. You don't do that. You don't you don't do that. You don't embarrass your partner in, in public. I don't care if they, you know what I'm saying? If you fell in, because here's the thing. They're your personal feelings. I doubt if she intentionally tried to embarrass you. You intentionally yeah, I, I, I tried to embarrass her. And that's the problem. Like her actions, not saying she was innocent. Like you said, she was right. definitely a little, but hers was very, very innocent compared to you. And I really wouldn't even say that it's her, innocent. Like, it was just she wasn't thinking about it. Like that's where, you, in order for you to have intentions, you have to be, it has to be in your mind, right? I don't think mm-hmm. she was thinking about that baby or that nigga at all. She was like, right. Usher. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what she's thinking about. However, Darius was very specifically thinking about everything involved and he chose to react in that way. Um, and He could have sent her, you know, he could have sent her the text message. Like, hey, chill the fuck out. You know what right, I mean? like, honestly, when you get back to your phone and come back down from wherever you're high, like, yeah. you need to chill the fuck. I mean, and clearly like, Darius ain't from Chicago, because a Chicago nigga, he would have been like, all right, motherfucker. He would have okay, he he like, hit your, he would have called your fucking phone. Like, that snap, that's the snap videos that she was uploading, or they would have been, been interrupted. interrupted. They would have been inter-fucking-rupted. He would, uh, a Chicago nigga would have... Yeah, I ain't motherfucker. Chill the fuck Let's out. It's right here, right now. You wouldn't even got to that stage without thinking about me. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> in the back of my mind, I'm like, damn, who this nigga? What, what the fuck? Yeah, no. Motherfuckers wouldn't have been on Twitter. Uh, No, motherfuckers would have been on that fucking, like, I ain't motherfucker. I'm dro- drop low. A Chicago nigga would have dropped low. I'm pulling up. Like, stop fucking okay. playing with me. I ain't no, I ain't one of these goofies. Like, that's like, that's... <laughs> Uh, but great. Yeah. They don't pull up. They just, they just send, they got that sort of assertion to them that just, that just set the tone like, hey, yeah. chill out. Right, for real. Lois, the kids, they don't have to pull up. They, they would have hit your ass with a text message like, all right, motherfucker. You be like, okay. all right, now. All right, I know, you know what that exactly means. What that means. Me. It's like when your parents say it, okay, now. Uh huh. Don't, don't do <laughs> You too know much. what that means. Just right. get the fuck out. You just chill out. But, Take it down or not. Yeah, but girl, I think, you know, even though it's like, you know, it's always something going on with rich people. It's always something, but what... Hey, these problems don't exist for us because those are out of my bracket because, honestly, let's be for real. Why was his his pride really bruised? Like, Kiki Kiki clearly praises this man to the height. Yeah. Like, praises him, loves Darius. So... For her to be in that moment, like, what about that moment or that interaction really triggered an emotion in you that that roused up an insecurity? Like, it was his ego. Insecure. 
It was his ego. Well, That's yeah. what it comes down to. Like, literally, it's like, shit. I mean, Darius is, I mean, Darius is her employee, her baby daddy, her whatever. Usher? And I made this uh, Facebook status. I see, and I, you know, I jokingly made this Facebook status, and I said, "Ladies, don't let your baby daddy keep you from the man that sing spotlights, big stage, fifty thousand fans screaming in a rage." Come on now, this is Usher. This is Usher. Come on now, like. He attracted to Usher, but he is a nice looking guy. Man, like, uh, it, like it's Usher. It's Usher. Like it is. Like, come on now. Like, this ain't no... This nigga sings to vaginas. Like, he slid down to his knees and sung to a vagina. No, like, Usher... Don't, don't, don't. Usher break dances in the fucking rain. And, uh, well, come on now. Like, Usher sung a whole song walking up to bitches telling them that they reminded him of another bitch. Let me go find her. Like, come on now. This is fucking Usher. Like, this is the okay. original don't leave your girl around me true player for real. Like, come on Okay. <laughs> don't leave your girl but, around. Yeah. Uh, I mean, shit. But, uh, girl, I'm actually, I hope this, I like, this is the only thing that I, like, the jokes are funny and shit like that. But, what really I hope on, comes on out a, of this on a deeper level. On a deeper level, what I hope comes out of this is that people have real conversations about boundaries within what's relationships. Okay and because yeah. here's the thing: people get into relationships and then they don't have the the oh well, what if this happens? What are you comfortable with? What are the boundaries of our relationship? What's you know like how are what is our relationship contract? What is cool within, you know, within our, you know, who we are together, our egos, and how do we navigate when things make us uncomfortable? How do we revisit these conversations in a way that is healthy and productive so that we are, you know, truly being, you know, in a, a, a good, healthy, a good safe healthy space, relationship. right? Um, and that's what I think needs to, that's what should come of these, you know, the jokes and the conversations and shit like that. Are people having these conversations, you know, with their partner? Because a lot of people aren't. So I hope that moving forward, people, you know, it's not just about like, oh, don't do that. Well, if you're going to tell me don't do something, we should have a conversation about why I shouldn't be doing this and why it makes you uncomfortable. Right. Um, because mm -hmm. that's how boundaries are set. So really conversations around boundaries should be taking place because boundaries in one relationship are not going to be the boundaries in another. It's all very custom and people need to have those conversations, uh, in the beginning and then consistently thereafter. You don't just have a conversation once and then never have a conversation again about boundaries for like two, three years. No, because as you guys continue to grow with each other and have uh, experiences with each other, those boundaries may change or they may evolve. Um, so I think, again, the, the, the it, it doesn't matter if it's Kiki and Darius or any other random motherfucker, celebrity, non-celebrity, rich, famous, poor, whatever. It doesn't matter. What are the conversations around the boundaries that you guys are exercising within your relationship dynamic? I definitely agree with that. Um, but on a on a more lighter note, mm -hmm. um, my second question would have to be um, regarding, well, more so a topic, it's not a question, a whole phase. 
So I was talking to a friend recently and we was just like discussing like how everybody like goes through like, or females go through like a whole phase. So with that, I listened to their um, perspective of what a whole phase was, them, you know, interacting with multiple men and um, giving time frames just freely, carelessly and things like that. And then I thought about like my whole phase and I'm like, damn, my shit looks completely fucking different. Like I was doing me, but like it was hella fucking like structured. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was structured as fuck. Like on average in a five year span of me being single and just having a whole phase or whatever, mm-hmm. I dated on average maybe one man per year. Mm-hmm. So like, was that really like a whole phase? So I think my question in the first part of that, um, topic would be like what do you define as a whole phase so uh, good question a whole phase is going to vary by the person so of course your whole phase is going to look different than your friends right um but a whole phase is not defined by having sex with a bunch of men that really ain't got shit to do with it it's about the um Putting yourself first and not giving a fuck about what a nigga got to say about it. That's where... Yeah, like, that's what it comes down to. Like, really just doing something for yourself. And, you know, being being uh, comfortable and uh, enjoying whatever experiences that are coming your way. And being intentional with that shit, too, right? Um, so for me, I tell people all the time, my whole phase actually didn't start with me fucking, you know, a bunch of people. My whole phase started with me masturbating. My whole phase was literally started with me masturbating because me masturbating was how I learned what I enjoyed and what made me happy. Right. And then I eventually Mm -hmm. introduced, you know, like someone into my, my, like now I'm putting you into what the fuck I got going on. Right. Because being, you know, having a whole phase means that you have control over it. So you can have a whole phase and be fucking one person or two people or five people. It just depends on how it is that you're going about it. Like you're being strategic. So yes, it should have some kind of structure to it, but also leave room for the flexibility and the the adventure of it, right? So, um, using myself as an example, um, my whole face started with masturbating. Then the first person that I had sex with, cause I had went like three months without having sex, but I said that, oh, this is my whole face. Like I'm entering it. Right. Because I was not exclusively dating or being committed to one person. That's what defined it for me. Who am I going to, uh, how am I defining myself? How am I learning about myself, figuring out what it is that I want it? A whole phase for me is a period of self-discovery. You're learning, it's, you damn near dating yourself. Um, and then incorporating whoever it is that you decide to fuck into what it is that you have going on. So in my case, I masturbated, uh, figure, oh, okay, I like this, I, you know, this is, what I want to do, whatever, whatever, when it came to toys. So figuring out myself sexually, then I had sex with like a motherfucker. And again, I'm not, I'm not having sex with these people because I want to be in a serious committed relationship. I just want a nice sexual experience that is going to teach me something. So had sex with a guy that was like seven years younger than me. I'm like, whoa, this like, 
you know, I'm like, ooh, am I like a cougar? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, because I don't do shit like that. So this is my first time having sex with somebody that was like younger than me. Typically, all of my sexual experiences have been with people that are my age. So, you know, you hear the things about like, oh, you fuck with a younger nigga. He gonna fuck the shit out of you. Girl, I was fucking the shit out that little nigga. He was running away from me. So I'm like, okay, like that was my experience. Like, you know, I'm like, this motherfucker like, wait, wait. Like, you know, he, I'm like, bring your little ass here. And he's running, like, he's running away from me. (laughs) Um, Oh my God, Jody. Like, but also I have a really high sex draft too. So I'm over here like, you know, shit. I'm like, bring your little ass over here. Like you wanted to, shit, you wanted to, you, you, you thought you wanted to fuck on me. You thought you wanted this. Like, shit, this cat, this cat go round. Fuck is you talking about? So, (laughs) so, uh, that was that. Wow. (laughs) That was that. So that was that experience. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know, for me, it was like, you know, then it became kind of like a, a fun game, right? So I'm like, okay, cool. Check the little young nigga off my list, right? Then um, it was this, you know, uh, other motherfucker. He was a scammer. I'm like, oh, I never fucked a scammer. Like, oh my God. Like, now it's like, it, it became like a fun game for me, right? So it's like, I, I fuck with that motherfucker. The sex was like super mid like it was just I was okay just about to say that it was mid as fuck it was <laughs> mid like it was, but it's like she he you know like that's just what it was it was like oh okay this is cool but this motherfucker he over here blowing my line down like okay said, you ain't called me why the fuck i ain't heard from you i'm gonna come knock your head off i'm like whoa Ray fucking lax. Like, I am not your bitch. That's the one, okay? Um, and the, you know, but it's like, again, it was like, it was fun. I'm like, okay, this is fun. Um, then I started fucking around with somebody that damn near became like a consistent kind of fuck buddy of mine. Um, and it was fun. Like, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. And I very specifically told him, I said, look, I can only fuck you like once a month because I'm like, this is like real fun. Like we're having re- like a whole lot of fun. And I'm like, because I'm having so much fun, I'm the type of motherfucker that I'd be like, shit, I'm just not going to fuck no other. I don't want to not fuck other people because I don't want to get overly committed to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't owe you commitment right. with my coochie just because we fucking and you not my man. Nope. So it's like, I don't, that's why I'm like, no, I'm putting you on a, a, a pussy diet. Like, I'll give you some. You could, you could, you know, it's one of them like restaurants where it's like, no, this not your everyday, you know, you don't, you don't go and get uh Baba's, you know, like the Baba's is like, shit, I'm gonna go get a burger because I ain't got shit better to do. No, you planning, you got to make reservations mm-hmm. and you planning to attend this gourmet Mexican restaurant. Fuck is you talking about? <laughs> you we not, we not we not we not eating at Eddie Beans every day. Exactly. Like it's definitely not the it's not the neighborhood, you know, restaurant. Like no, okay. you gotta you gotta you gotta make reservations and you gotta plan to come here and you know have drinks and shit like that. So you know, yeah. like it just every everything is going to be different. And that's what's super fun because the thing about a whole phase is it's a learning thing. Like people talk about like, oh, everybody has a whole phase. But 
are you learning something from it, right? Like you have to be intentional. So it's like for me, I was learning what kind of sexual experiences I liked with men versus not liking with men. And hell, eventually women too, because I thought, you know, like I, I, I'm like, shit, okay, I, you know, I started fucking with bitches. That didn't, I'm not bisexual, I'm heterosexual because I tell people like, shit, depending on, you know, how I feel in the moment, I might fuck mm-hmm. a bitch. Um, exactly. If the energy is right, but I'm not bisexual. Like I'm not, you know, I don't look at a woman and I'm like, oh, I want to eat her pussy. Like, no, that's not what I, no, that's not that's even not- how I feel. It'd be more so like, oh my God, we having fun. We, we twerking together. We slapping each, yeah, like it's like, it's a vibe thing. And I'm like, ooh, girl, we friends. Let's bump coochies. Like, <laughs> literally like, in the moment, like you said, in the moment. Yeah, but it's it's not something that it's like, you know, like versus like a guy. It's like shit, because I, I'm attracted to men, I'll look at a man and I'm like, ooh, I will fuck you versus like a woman. It's kind of like, oops. It's more so like, oh, like it, it it's, it's damn near on accident. Like, oh, my God, we're vibing. Now we're, you know, eating each other out. I didn't expect it. <laughs> Actually, um, it all, all starts with the afterwards, I'm not gonna lie. No, for real. And it's just, you know, you just you catch a vibe. So I know that's 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 the that's how it is for me. So I think that's how I look at a whole face. That's how I define it. What am I learning about myself, right? Um, because the goal is self-discovery, self sexual discovery, actually, right? So, you know, do what am what am I getting out of these uh you know experiences with these people, whether it be, you know, one person, five people, ten people for however long, right? Because a whole face could last a year, a whole face could last two, three years. Um, it's more so about the quality experiences that you walk away with as opposed to the quantity. It's very much a quality over quantity thing. So if you feel like you <laughs> learned a lot about yourself with messing with you know like maybe two three guys over however long or whatever if that was your whole phase then that was your whole phase where you as long as you weren't you know like uh and i don't want to say as long as you weren't uh these are the questions you have to ask yourself was you know am i actually dating these niggas or am i like oh i'm just you know it's it's real light on commitment i'm just you know like I fuck you when I fuck you, but if I don't really want to be bothered, I don't have to be bothered. Like I feel in control of what's mm-hmm. taking place around me. Um, I think that's what more so characterizes the whole phase as opposed to just saying like, oh, I'm just fucking on everybody because I can. Like, no. All women should practice proper pussy management. Um okay. just because you 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 in a whole phase doesn't mean you gotta fuck everybody because believe me, I was not. Uh, shit, and it's like I just and, my, and I know motherfuckers like even you know with me being you know me being uh as open uh sexually as I am, motherfuckers are just think like oh I'm gonna fuck them, and I'm like ew, no, I'm not. You can't smell my coochie, nigga. Like no, that's not, not you. You not getting close to it, and or even bitches too, like. Bitches be knowing that, like, I'm, you know, I tell people, like, look, I'm your friendly neighborhood unicorn. Like, I like threesomes, right? Bitches will be like, oh, yeah, me and my nigga want to take you out. And I'm like, no. Like, no. The fuck? Like, just because I like threesomes doesn't mean I'm going to do one. Like, every situation is not for you. So, 
when it comes to how you manage your pussy, you just got to know like shit. If again, what are, what do you want to get out the situation? Is this something that I want to genuinely explore and participate with this person? If the answer is no, then don't fucking do it. You don't have to do it. Like that, you know, just because you a hoe don't mean you got to be like a low self-esteem hoe. Like re fucking like I'm not, I'm not short on attention. (laughs) I love a confident hoe. Like, I love them. Like what? You think just because I'm a hoe, I fuck everybody? Whoa, where did that? I don't know where you get that idea from. <laughs> okay, I got standards, bitch. Right, like I'm, I, I got standards. I like quality experiences. Like, and I okay. know, I know how I'm coming. Like, I'm a, I'm and a vibe. This is a whole kind of like, hell, I'm the type of bitch that'll pull up with a bag full of tricks. The fuck, literally, like I'm pulling shit okay, out my bag. I- I am literally a jack in the box, baby. Right. I'm pulling up the bar- what- I'm pulling up the Barney bag, bitch. Like what the- okay. everything is around. Bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna have your ass hiding in the bushes when we done. Like read no, like uh and I don't okay. you can't do that with everybody. You cannot Boom, do that with God. everybody. Like motherfuckers be weird. Like I've had motherfuckers act weird towards me after a threesome. Um, I've had motherfuckers shit. Hell want to invest in my business after a threesome shit sometimes you don't know what kind of situation you gonna come out with (laughs) oh man but yeah that's those are my thoughts on that so is there like a time frame for like whole faces or like an age range because like could you could you like have a whole face of like 30 40 yes because my whole face didn't start until i turned 30 like literally i made a conscious decision at 30 that I needed to have a hoe face because, um, and that's so that, so, you know, the short answer is no, there's not no kind of like, you know, limit on it. Right. Cause some people are late bloomers. Um, I started having sex at 14. I didn't have a hoe face until I was 30. Um, and it's because I was a serial kind of, and I don't want to say serial monogamous, but really a serial monogamous. Like I got into two six year relationships. So, um, when I would, in between those relationships, I would see other guys and date other guys. And then we may, you know, I would have sex with other guys. However, I, again, I was in two long-term relationships. I was in a relationship from the age of 16 to 23, well, 22, 16 to 22. And then I was in another relationship from the age of 23 to 29 going into when I, like right before I turned 30. That's my whole fucking late teens, 20. 20s gone. Like, fucking gone. That's your whole experience right there. Exactly. But the, the where I really start to learn about myself and what I liked, that came from the age of, from in these past, like, three years. Like, I'm only 32. I'm about to be 33. So in the past three, really, COVID, <laughs> baby, Motherfuckers in the house, they had shit to do. I started learning okay. my fucking self. Like, so for me, um, once I turned 30, I was like, I really sat back and thought about it. And I was like, I've never hit a hoe phase. Like people talk about, you know, their college years and, you know, being free and finding themselves and stuff like that. And I was like, I can't relate. I don't know what that feels like. Like, I'm not someone who, you know what I'm saying? Like. And here's the thing, too. I've never really associated emotions with sex. 
So it's not like I'm someone where it's like, oh, I get clingy after sex or anything like that. It was just, I always had a boyfriend. One thing about, like, this is the longest I've been single. I you know, sound like me. I know how to get and keep a man. Like, <laughs> the issue be, when I get one, they stick around for a longest. <laughs> That's really the problem. I can't get rid of them, even if I want to. Right, the fuck? I'm like, honestly, like, I I probably would have been married twice, like, if I really stuck with, you know what I'm saying, the motherfuckers I was with. But honestly, those men were not for me. It's more so about me wanting to, you know, I'm a Scorpio, so that's a fixed sign. So I get super, like, stuck in my way. So it's I'm comfortable in relationships. I get real comfortable in relationships to the point where it's like, okay, I, I get with a nigga and it's like, okay, I'm going to cook all your meals and I'm going to wash all the drawers and I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I turn into a totally different bitch. That's why I be like, shit, me in a relationship is like a mental illness. I be like, oh my God, now I'm dumb. I just want to do everything okay. for you. I want to pack your lunch and I want to show up to your job. I want to iron boxers. Like, I want to iron your briefs. No, for I real. Do. Like, I, I get, I get kind of sick. Like... Make it home safe. I love you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run your. Let me know when you're on your way home. I'm gonna run your back. I'm man. Look now. Here's the thing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not throwing shade or salt on no bitch that do that. Because believe me, if I get into a relationship tomorrow, I'm turning right back into that bitch. Okay. But today, I'm single and I'm not that bitch. <laughs> so Period. speaking from that Period. perspective, <laughs> I look at that. I'm like, oh my god, bitch, you're sick. But also, I know that that's what's required to, you know, like, shit, I know that that's how I am when I'm in a relationship. Relationship me and single me are two totally different bitches. And I embrace that about myself. I know when to, you know, again, I'm a very adaptable person. Um, I know when to be whoever the fuck it is that I need to be when I need to be it. Um, but okay. yeah. It's the art. It's the art. It is an art, but yeah, again, it doesn't, you know, you can have a whole phase at 20, you have a whole phase at 25, 30, 35, shit, again, it, imagine somebody who got married at 23, then got divorced at maybe 30, 35, and now they trying to find themselves again. They not immediately jumping into a relationship. They might have, they might make a conscious decision to have a whole phase. So, mm -hmm. um, with me. When I entered my whole phase, I was very intentional. I said, look, I was in these two long-ass relationships. I ain't really, you know what I'm saying? I've been having sex all these years, and I still count on one hand how many people I've had sex with. Like, I'm like, that's kind of crazy. Like, how do I know that I'm even good at this shit? Like, to be honest, like, I know that I'm good with these niggas, but do I know within my heart of hearts that I'm actually good at sex? Mm, I don't know. Let I mean me Football team to tell you it's good. I think I, I I like my low number high high, high rating. Yeah, but no, <laughs> you know? and but 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 I say that to say this because again, it's not about the amount of bodies. It's about the quality experiences. And for me, mm -hmm. I was not one hundred percent sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I feel like I need more experience. Like I, that's why I say in my heart of hearts, do I know if I'm good at this? For me, I knew that I needed more experience. And once I got more experience, now I can say in my heart of hearts, like, shit, I'm that motherfucker. Like, I've ex I've lived a little more within these last three years to know. I'm like, I've had threesomes. I've, you know, I had my first one night stand. Like, I've experienced things to know how to navigate um, better. 
And sometimes that just comes with, you know what I'm saying? Like every, you can't do everything with every partner. Like you get into a situation and you learn something new and then you take that on to the next motherfucker. So again, I'm not telling you, you got to have sex with 50 motherfuckers, but you do have to have quality experiences to know if, you know what I'm saying? Like what it is that you like, how to please your partner. Cause just because you real good at making one, two niggas come, you might run into that fifth nigga and he like, bitch, this is, this is not it. Um, so, um, but I, what I also want to say, uh, to that point is always be coachable. Be, when you enter into these different experiences with people, don't be arrogant to think like, no, my sex is fire and whatever, whatever, unless you know, like, shit, your shit is fire because you've had the experiences. A lot of motherfuckers be saying, yeah, my shit is this. And then you get with them and you like, yo, shit is not that. (laughs) So always be coachable. Be open to be coaching, um, to be coached because I've definitely run into motherfuckers and they'll be like, so how was it? And I'm like, Ugh, that was kind of like, you know, mid. It was definitely mid. Given <laughs> definitely sick. Yeah, but I've been lucky enough to not have trash sex with people. Like, I, Girl, I haven't had trash sex. We, I've had We mid- gotta be God's favorite. I brag about that to my friends all the time. Like yeah, I've had like some real good experiences. Like I've had a couple mid experiences, and to be honest, those mid experiences could have easily been, you know, taken up a notch if like I've incorpor- if I would incorporate a toy or whatever the case is. I could, I I know enough about myself and the sexual demon that I become. Um, to the point where even if a situation is mid, yes, I did sexual demon. Um, (laughs) yeah, like I know enough about, yeah, like I can, I can, I know enough about myself to whereas I can, uh, a mediocre situation, I can make an amazing situation just by incorporating my own tricks. So I have control over whether or not at the end of the experience, it stayed mid or if it got taken up a notch. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to get a, I'm gonna have to get a private lesson in this sex trick thing. Oh, I thought I had it, but not now that you use the word sexual demon and yeah, yeah, hate the niggas around the room. Like I don't think I really got it all at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I'm happy to be your sex coach because that is that's where <laughs> I have a certification. In I mean, sex I, 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 like I'm, I, said, I got some low numbers. But like high quality experiences, thank God I ain't never ran into nothing super mid. And then, like you said, even the mid situations that I did run into, like they mm-hmm. could have easily been tweaked to been made better. Yeah, yeah. And, but, but yeah, like yeah. now I, 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 I'm gonna have to tap into the, the demon side of things. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm still like, like you gotta, you gotta make a you gotta make a motherfucker hit you up. Like, all right, bitch, I think I'm a craft. You'll call me right now. <laughs> So, uh, but also, uh, I'm glad you just said that because, uh, I, we, uh, me and I'm not sure if you're familiar with Cookie Daniels, the owner of Cookie Dancing and Tees University. Mm-hmm. We are, I've heard of it. Yeah. So we're doing the Art of Seduction weekend and we're going to be talking about some shit like that, actually. So I'm going to do, uh, we going to, we going to have, it's a bunch of courses that are taking place. Um, for two days where we going to be getting into all it, like, you know, what sex faces are you making? How are you going about teasing and initiating sex with your partner? Um, you know, what about, oh, is, yeah, so we, 
Yeah, we got some, we got some, we cooking up some shit. And then also, okay. uh, we got a whole weekend dedicated to that. But then also, uh, we dropping like some, some, we gonna, we, we got some more shit coming to where it's like, okay, if you decide to have like a, a private ladies night at your house, we'll come to you and we'll do these classes with y'all. And we could, you know, yeah, we, we here for the girls. Like the sex party people. Mm-hmm. Yep. So and we but we we taking that shit up a notch because, you know, between me and Cookie, baby, we gonna have the girls out here fucking. They Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I like that. <laughs> hey man, look, I'm trying to secure a ring in a couple of years. So I need to I need to oh, take yeah. a few notes. Yeah, yeah. We we gonna help the we gonna help the girls do exactly that. <laughs> I got the cooking and the cleaning and the folding of the drawers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the easy We got all of that. Yeah, that's the easy okay. shit. Okay. I tell motherfuckers, <laughs> like, uh, it's funny because I tell motherfuckers, like, look, I know how to cook from scratch, and I know how to fold a fitted sheet. Find something safe to do over here because I will fuck the shit out of okay. you. Like, it's that's the look. <laughs> not a fitted I can fold a fitted sheet, but I ain't bragging about it because I ain't like that good at it. But no, bitch, you uh, brag about no, I'm br- I brag about it because I know how. Like, look, I know, I know how to really do that shit. I cook, I clean, I fuck, and I can shut the fuck up in real life. <laughs> and that's the part I ain't got is to shut the fuck up. Girl, see, and that like, and it's funny because when um when my friends come to me for like relationship advice, I tell people I was like, uh, if you come to me for relationship advice, I'm just gonna tell you suck his dick, like put his dick in your mouth, like that is. I do up. that, like, and that's why my motto is like, I'm gonna give you a headache. Don't it? I'm not. I'm never gonna say that I don't give out headaches, but I get paid after headaches, you know. Period. So like, <laughs> this headache gonna come. I ain't never gonna lie and say I'm not gonna give you no headache, but I'm gonna suck your dick out. I'm gonna give you some head after, but right. you don't get a headache. Yeah, I, <laughs> I apologize with a dick in my mouth. I don't like look, especially if I was wrong, baby. I'm shut me up. That's all. That's about it. Okay, <laughs> if, you, if we talking physically, shut me up because me saying I'm sorry, um, I'm wrong. I just may have not been right at that time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh man. But yeah. So, um, was nice. My last question, real quick, real straight to the point. Would you ever have a threesome with two men? Or do you like consider it a chain? It's a threesome. Um, threesomes versus trains are about power dynamics. So the reason that most men will say that, oh, if it's another man involved in the threesome that it's a train is because his ego he for for a, a heterosexual man's ego to be comfortable with participating in a sexual act with another man and a woman without being classified as bisexual he has to refer to it as a train because then the two men are dominating the woman that is the reason that a train is be most men will say oh if it's two men and they're not gay then it's a train um however uh sex is like a dance. but it conductor's carts on both ends of a train and and if you put two men on both ends, it won't go nowhere. Yeah. So, <laughs> so really- yeah. So it's a it's a power dynamic thing. If the woman is in control of the situation with two men, guess what? That's not a train. If she's in control of the situation, <laughs> it's not a train. Um, two women can run a train on a man if he's not in control. It just mm-hmm. depends on where the power lies. Um, so those are my thoughts on that. Um, I will also say that whether a woman admits it out loud or not, 
to her partner or to her friends or to, you know, whoever, a lot of women uh, fantasize about having a MFM threesome. A lot of women fantasize about participating in something like that. And I mean, who wouldn't? Who would not want to be? Who, who wouldn't be? Like, especially if you're somebody that likes sucking dick like I do. I like sucking dick. So who wouldn't want to be getting fucked and sucking dick at the same time? That's crazy because that's what she said. And I was like, what the fuck? Make like I could not fathom the thought. Because I like I really like dick. I really like dick. You know what I'm saying? I fixation, but like I don't see myself having too like you said, I guess it's a power thing. Like I would feel powerless in that moment. Like all my holes are being filled. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But that's not all of them. So like think about the Think about the think about how it must feel to completely lose control in that moment while also having control over the situation, right? Because in order for you to have a threesome of that nature, you have to deal with two very mature men that mm -hmm. are, you know, that care about your pleasure. First of all, find a nigga that just prioritizes your pleasure in general. Good fucking luck because it's not a lot of them out there. So when you find one, hold on tight to his ass. To a, a nigga that? that to a uh, hold you gotta hold on to the nigga that ain't say that don't say shit like well, shit. I came. You know what I'm saying? Like that really want to make sure that you are pleasured in every sense of the word before he get his nut. Hold on okay. to those protect those men at all costs. So to okay. find two of them. That are also mentally and emotionally mature enough to, uh, you know, literally pleasure you at the exact same time. Because here's the thing. Y'all don't got to interact with each other. This is about the woman. So if both y'all, you, it, 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 it takes a special, it takes special people to be involved inside that type of threesome. Now, me, because I want to experience like, oh, I'm pleasuring, you know, one guy while also being pleasured, you know, by being penetrated. Because here's the thing, like with a like the I don't want a 69. That's not what I want. I want to be fucked. Wow. I suck dick. Right. So mm -hmm. the only other way that I can see that happening is if a woman pegs me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it would have to be a woman pegging me. And that's the thing, too. I'm like, shit, a dildo don't feel like a dick. It don't. They feel different. So, Very. think about these things. If I was to find two emotionally and uh, uh, two emotional and mental mature men that truly only cared about my pleasure in the moment and would literally let me have my way with them? Hell yeah, I'd do that shit. Yes, I would. Yes, the fuck I would. The, the second best thing to that is finding a bitch that want to put a strap on and you know I ain't sucking no strap, so the bitch is just gonna because I feel like that's like kind of wild. Like I'm a freak, but I will only suck a dildo if I'm doing a demonstration of a dick sucking class. Otherwise, I'm not getting shit out of that. Like I only the only time you, you will are see, not getting shit out of that. Yeah, not getting shit out of that. yeah. Like oh, wow. I'm not like I I want to. I when I suck dick, I want to see a nigga toes curl. I want to see his big. He had him had that little arch and dip in his back because that's when you know a nigga finna come. He you know he try to hold that shit in. He put a little dip in his back and he try to he try to switch right. He try to switch positions and shit. Nah, I want to see that shit. 
That's the fuck I want to see. I want to see you damn near trying to get me off, you nigga. Like, no, it's my dick. Give it to me. <laughs> okay. Um, But also, like I said, I like being fucked. I like being penetrated or whatever. Like, you know, a lot of women... uh a lot of women don't come from penetration. I come from penetration. So I like to experience that. So for me, you know, yeah, that would, that would be amazing. Like I want to be able to be, be pleasured while pleasuring. Um, but, uh, yeah, it would take a special type of motherfucker. And I mean, shit, that's just what it is. Like I said, the second best thing to that for me, um, would be a bitch that, you know, go ahead, put the strap on and fuck me while I suck this nigga dick and we'll see how that go. But again, it's on, that's like a, that's like the generic version of the three. But what's so wrong if you do find that? Exactly. Like you got, you know, honey, you know, that's like the difference between honey nut Cheerios and then like sugar oats or some shit that you get from fucking sweet oats. That's what I call sweet oats. Mm-mm, whatever that Aldi brand is, right? Exactly. Is whatever the fuck, some 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 su- sweet O's or whatever the fuck it is. But uh, yeah. But that's a good question. I feel like, uh, and that's the thing too. It's like a lot of women can't have that conversation, especially around men, without men kind of shaming them or side eyeing them or whatever. Like I said, at yeah. the end of the day, and when, especially when it comes to me. Motherfuckers gonna judge one way or the other, so I'm like, shit. I'd rather just be honest and say what the fuck I I feel. That way, if I ever come across a motherfucker that truly fucks with me, you knew exactly what the fuck you was getting when it came to me because I was always upfront with you. And if you don't fuck with me, that's cool too. I respect, you know, I respect whatever you know parameters or boundaries we have between us. Um, and it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather be myself and be accepted for myself then not be accepted for myself because I know what that feels like. Like I, I dealt with motherfuckers that as soon as I began to really live in who I was and speak up for myself, they was like, whoa, you know, you, you're changing. No, I'm just speaking the fuck up. And now you, you see it and you can't fuck with it. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah. Don't date a bad bitch if you can't handle one. That part. <laughs> but this was super this was a super dope conversation uh i want to thank you for uh tuning in uh chopping it up with me um let people know how they could uh, find you on instagram because i know we follow each other on instagram yeah so like i said at the beginning um you can find me on instagram at jess shapora j-u-s-t-s-h-i-r-p-o-r-a-a-a underscore underscore um and that's just that's the only i don't really use facebook i have different meaning uh different purposes for my social media so i don't give them all out but instagram sure. is definitely most mutual platform so follow me on ig i definitely follow back and i show love and i be dick riding like <laughs> hell of that yeah nah this is this is but, this is a dope conversation like i said i do want to tune i want to tap in with my listeners more like uh in my you know like and even too like when y'all when y'all do the call-ins tell me what your favorite provocative episode was like you know it might be you listen to an episode and you still hear questions from an episode and you want to shit talk about it with me on this you know call-in episode we can literally whatever topics y'all want to talk about that's how we gonna do it um and yeah i'm super grateful for you know this conversation with you shapora this was super cool super dope um and my name right you said what 
I say I'm so glad you said my name right. Oh no, see, I'm big on saying people's names right because, it, and it's funny because my real name is not even that complicated, and people still fuck it up sometimes. And I'm like, gee, if you ever listen to the fucking song with my name in it, you should not be able to mispronounce my damn real name. But I, that's why I don't even tell people my real name no more. I just be like, look, I'm Jody. I'm Jody. Okay. And that's why I be funny. Really yeah, like you can't fuck that up. Like. You you can't the fuck up thing, like I don't have a short change of my name. Like there's no way to shorten my name that I actually think is cute. So it's all, that's why that's why my handle is literally just support because people always be like, Well, do you got a nickname? And I'm like, No. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> that's <it>. that's <laughs> Oh, but uh but, like I said, thank you, beautiful, for calling in. This was dope. Uh and yeah, just uh if you listening to this episode. Don't forget to, you know, leave a review. I love reviews, y'all. Y'all be in my DMs telling me how much I love the show. But guess what? I need those reviews on Apple Podcasts. Like, just go on here, scroll to the bottom, leave a review, five star it. And, yeah, I'm super grateful for this conversation. And on that note, we are out. Before you go, I want to remind you to embrace your inner hoe. Thank you for tuning in to Provocative, and don't forget to follow us on all streaming platforms. Happy hoeing. P-R-H-O-E-V-O-C-A-T-I-V-E. Spell with the wire hoe because deep down, we all got some hoe in us. And this is your safe space to be unapologetically provocative. Oh, is my ground too masculine? Put the nigga in missionary. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>